Ooh. Yeah. 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 Global. That means I'm Global. everywhere. Global. And you not. Ha! You dig? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Rona boys in this. Ooh. We making noise in this. Ooh. Let's go, let's get it. Let's go. Up in days, nah. I be working every day. Uh-huh. Shawty says she wanna rage. Yeah. Says she wanna ride the wave. Yeah. You can't do it my way. Nah. You can't do it my way. I be turning up for days. I be going in my age. People think I'm crazy. Why? Drinking on a daily. Uh. I'm trying to drink through the pain uh-huh. before my mind go insane. Let's go. I haven't turned up in days. Nah. Let me ride. Let me rage. Let me. Let me ride. Let me rage. Let me. Let's ride. Let's rage. Let's get uh. it. Yeah, through uh-huh. we, we getting it on a Friday. Hey. I wouldn't have it any other way nah. Matter of fact, we need girls now A couple Beyonce's, we on Grande Ready for it, yeah. Now yeah. let me yeah. see how you yeah. work it Wow, I love the way that you put it down Mira que bonita Tu la con tu sonrisa She be like, papi, I wanna rage We riot at the same page Jumping up and down, we insane yeah. And when the bass drop, we go crazy I haven't turned up in days uh-huh. I be working every day yeah. Shawty says she wanna rage yeah. Says she wanna ride the wave But you can't do it my way nah. You can't do it my way nah. I be turning up for days uh-huh. I be going in my age yeah. I took a long time off uh-huh. I know that they sleeping on me Why? Why? Smoking, drinking, Ronas yeah. It's a part of my recipe uh-huh. I get on the beat, get on the beat yeah. And it's rest yeah. in peace like wake up, wake up, wake up. Wait. Never break back the flavor. So we smoking like some tailors. What? And we don't do sleep. Nah. Asking why I drink. Why? It just helped me think. Uh-huh. Like, hold up, wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Y'all really thought I was finished? Yeah. Well, let me put some rage wait. in it. Wait. I'm a bride today with it. I'll be that Arkansas boy. Hello. Hey, hey, Mr. Kurt Taylor, this is you? Yeah, this is Curtis. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right, man. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Thank you. Good, good, good. Um, you were on air, so I'd like to introduce you to everyone. Um, this is Curtis Taylor, or Kurt. How would you go by Kurt or Curtis? Uh, either one. Actually. Either one. All uh, right. A lot of people call me Kurt just from Instagram. So. All right, cool, absolutely cool. If people, if if uh, you guys don't know, obviously known by name, his name is Kurt underscore Ice from from Instagram. Um, he is known for his great cannabis photography. Um, especially his close-ups and and uh, the details that he leaves within within his art. Um, he's also known for uh, being a photographer or their or their uh, I think their advertiser photographer for Green Bodie Seeds, I believe. Yes, yeah, I, I work directly for uh, Green Bodie, working his uh, social media. Nice. And, um, you know, doing photography for him. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, what got you into into photography? Period. Aside from cannabis, was it something that you learned out throughout high school? Something you picked up, or something early, or something, or something lately? Um, I got into photography. Let's see, um, a few years ago, I think probably twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, right around when the time I joined Instagram. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, so I was following people. Um, I'm originally from Oklahoma, so I was following people there who were um, posting cool photos, like landscapes and things like that. Yeah. Um, there was like a lot of people that were using like the get outside hashtag. So I kind of oh, got okay, inspired cool. by that and yeah. was like shooting with my phone and just posting to Instagram and things like that. Um, uh, and then eventually I picked up a Nikon D60, just mm. a little basic Nikon, and started shooting with it. And it, I really didn't get serious about photography until I started. Um, shooting cannabis in 2016 mm. um, and that's when I really started like progressing my 
my skills and uh, picking up a lot more uh, product style photography um, skill set. That's awesome, man. And, yeah, so it honestly all just sim from Instagram. Um, just trying to make cool shots for for the gram. <laughs> no, I can relate to that absolutely. I'm also into photography. I don't, I'm not as a uh, professional as you are, but or I don't think I don't have as much that setup. The setup that you have, period, for the for the for your for your current style is awesome. Um, I'm currently a fan um, of photography. Period. I also was inspired by Instagram when everyone started uh, posting up, you know, landscapes and all that. Back, well, I think that was like a wave four years ago. Is that now? Six years ago, yeah. almost. It was. Yeah, it was totally. a human. It was a wave. But honestly, um, it was actually. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I got into. I got into. I got myself a, a Canon 5D Mark III, um, and I started doing landscapes too. I liked it. Um, I still have a, a bunch in my archive. Um, but life gets busy, <laughs> so uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, life gets busy, so I try to. I, it, it's hard to keep up with all the time. But I mean, if you find a night, the right niche in the right alley, you you just like you have right now at the moment, man. You hit it on the spot. You start to have fun with it, you know. Especially with the cannabis industry and everything that's going on, and people just another aside from the cannabis. What I'm what I liked about your photography is the uh, is the bees. Uh, when, uh yeah. yeah that's awesome how are were how did you get how did you get those photos were those dead bees were you were you were you tweezing bees live bees i don't know exactly how you're pulling off that <laughs> photography but it looked really cool you even put movement inside the wings i saw so that's what threw me off i was like how are you holding this bee still while you know <laughs> uh yeah so um that's part of i've been trying to um use my camera outside it kind of stems on what we were just talking about using my camera outside of um, just shooting cannabis. Okay. Um, I'll, when I'm in the studio, I can get kind of tiring just like shooting all day. So I'm trying to like motivate myself if I'm going out like hiking or doing something to take my camera out with me. Okay. And that's kind of where the B thing came from. Um, uh, I was inspired by uh, Candid Kush on Instagram. I believe he's the one I saw um, posting a, a macro B photo. And I was like, whoa, I want to try that. Yeah. So when I, I was finishing a cannabis shoot, um, I had found a couple of wasps on the ground and decided to pick those up. And I was able to create um, <laughs> wow. in the studio an effect that they were more living than actually dead. Uh, really, uh, yeah, well, that so shit good. worked. It worked, bro. It worked yeah, hardcore. So, thank you, man. Yeah, it's, it's really been fun to uh, explore the macro world on other things besides cannabis because, man, it's like a whole other world. No, absolutely. You can imagine beetles, those green armored beetles and flies. Man, they must get crazy within the bug world. Mantises. <laughs> yeah. They really yeah, alien exactly. looking. I'm trying to find some other um, crazy insects. I'm like always looking in the bushes and things. Yeah. For, you know, something I can shoot. So I'm sure no, there'll be other things on the way. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially come springtime now. I think. Yeah. You could look look out for the look out for the butterfly. You know, <laughs> exactly. the butterfly's yeah. gonna be coming out. Man, that's great. Um. Where do you see yourself in the future of, of? Do you see yourself maybe maybe doing commercial advertising for for cannabis? Because you know that's that's all coming. Uh, commercials, uh, more magazines, of course. Um, I think the development of uh, the, the development in the industry. I guess the question is: Are you willing to develop within it? I guess if if let's say I don't know one of those big companies out there, MedMen or um, you can say cookies or anything else or just like the one you're working for ask you to do more work for them would you be open to that 
Yeah, I, I actually think that's the direction everything is going to be headed where, um, you know, some of these top level photographers will probably be like creative directors or things yep. like that for some of these bigger brands. That's what I was seeing. It's yeah. just going to take a more corporate role, essentially, in my eyes. Yeah. Um, and, and I would see, I can see myself, you know, furthering the, my career with uh, Green Bodie. Um, he's been a great person to help kind of put me up and help me get equipment that I was needing and, you know, just awesome, man. Um, helping me further my, my skills. So awesome. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, the, what the future holds with us and um, yeah, uh, definitely. You know, just seeing where it all takes it. So me as a, I soon I will be a first time uh, Green Bodie seed buyer. This is a shame because I should have been buying this a long time ago because I'm actually a fan of a fan of the whole story. There's almost like a whole legend that goes with it, and um, I definitely would like to try one of those seeds. Now, out of out of out of your ear and of you being around these people, what do you recommend that's in stock right now? If if it, if everything was gonna go to hell, what would you take out of stock right now? Um, I would probably take one of the Dog Walker by Hazy Kush crosses. Those Dog always, Walker like, by Hazy Kush. Pretty. Mm. Um, and then another one of my favorites right now is one that we're working on. It's not released, but um, the Golden Pineapple by 78 Happy. That's a nice one. Golden Pineapple. Damn, what's that cross with? Do you remember? Um, Golden Pineapple, I believe, is like a Cindy 99 cross, I want to say. Wow. Wow, yeah, so you're out of Oregon. Top of my head. So you're out of Oregon, right? Yes, I, I'm in the Portland area. Oh, nice, man. So did you grow up in Portland? Did you, um, are you, oh, well, no, you told me you're out of Oklahoma originally, right? Yes, yeah, I grew up in a small town in western Oklahoma. Ah. And then I moved to Portland uh, in 2015. In 2015, ah, so you're, I guess, you're a newbie too. I'm more of a newbie tier to the west coast. Uh, I just currently moved out to Los Angeles um yeah about three four weeks ago so i'm just a brand spanking new out here and um damn that's that that's pretty good to know that i guess i'm meeting another fellow fellow crosser uh as i as i (laughs) congrats on your move uh thank you appreciate it man i was uh on my move and on my way over here i was thinking to myself i was like wow man you know for anybody to complain about a long drive you know, crossing from east to west is they really they got to be really fooled with it because well, not really, like, but thinking about people who cross it bareback, horseback, oh, barefooted, yeah. insane, right? Insane. I was just thinking about man, look, think about back in the western times when you know the whole gold rush was hitting and you know all the frontiering was going on, and we're complaining about highways and and <laughs> and speed limits. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. I've always thought about the crazy Lewis and Clark journey uh, that that took place. No, yeah. And there's like, there's no roads, there's no nothing. It's like months of just walking. It's insane. No, that is insane. I, I mean, I'm starting to wonder how did they keep up with keep up with it? you? Got to be a special breed for that one, man. It's got to be a special cross <laughs> of 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 being having smarts and then having athleticism and then having survivor traits. It's 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 got to be a lot. Yeah, most definitely, man. Absolutely. So, are you roll, are you rolling something right now? Are you smoking on something right now? Um, yeah, right now I'm smoking on some kosher Kush. Oh, um, okay. It's a green. This is a DNA strain, but uh, definitely a really nice one that we've been uh, growing recently. Oh man, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the DNA. Um, I have currently in my garden. I have a DJ's Gold, and I believe it's crossed with that one. But I have a, maybe you know, maybe you can answer this. Um, I know that Jews cut. Is also AKA kosher 
kosher kosher's cut is that am i confusing this um school me if i'm wrong from my understanding yes and i think that was the original cut that we possibly have but don't quote me on that i think that Uh, could be true though all right cool so that the dj's gold i have it's crossed with that cut the cut uh the the strain you have right now kosher's kosher's cut or whatever it is crossed with um dj's blueberry oh yeah dj blueberries yeah dj shorts blueberry i'm sorry dj shorts blueberry i'm sorry and uh it's one of my current favorites in the garden um it grow it's it's a hybrid of of course it's a mm-hmm. grow style it likes to get a little tall but it just has a perfect bush proportion to it so it's like a perfect hybrid um the smoke right. i love that it's just the daytime dreamer it doesn't put you down it's not going to get you couch locked but it'll get you it's almost you know 25 percent indica and the rest of tiva you know yeah, that sounds great man it's a perfect mix man i love that cut another one that um that i don't have a good friend of mine grow grew, grew it back east it's called 24k i think it is 24k okay. gold also by dna genetics damn straight up tangerines I'm telling you, from the oh, moment man. I opened that, when I saw his girl, I smelled it, and then he harvested, cured it, and dude, I got to witness end product, straight up tangerines I love that I can't imagine any extract on it. Speaking of extracts, yeah, bro, I love that you have great, great, great extract photos, man. Thank you, man. I just started doing those, um, just because I don't really smoke a ton of uh, concentrates, but um, I've had a lot of people ask me to do them, so... Um, through my girlfriend's work, she gets a lot of samples and things, and so I've just decided to uh, start uh, photographing some of that that comes through because, you know, no, of course, cool. no, of it's course, no. There's so many fun. different textures. You got that's a whole yeah, rabbit, that's yeah. a whole rabbit hole right there, bro. You just opened up a whole other rabbit hole doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, you crazy. got all types of creamy, uh, all types of shatter with these type of like Nazca designs on it and shit, man. Like it, it gets crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's nuts it's it's like um you know it's it's really crazy what they're doing with as far as the concentrate world goes and like how how quickly they're developing like new things because like you know diamonds weren't a thing like two years ago and rosin was like super crazy like three years ago yep and uh you know all that stuff wasn't even existing you know it was just like super dark bho like 10 years ago so it's 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 evolving you know especially yeah yeah, especially i only expect it to get crazier as they keep separating molecules and not only as they keep separating molecules because once you find that you have now separated the different um chemicals within cannabis then you can start kool-aid mixing those bitches so we have (laughs) we have a whole nother we have a whole another galaxy of concentrates that are just waiting to be uh, uh that are waiting to be discovered around the corner especially once yeah. we finish separating all of the chemicals within the plant then we'll be able to start doing special cocktails you know what i mean yeah. oh well i guess and, you, and you'll def i think it's gonna definitely start heading to since we can understand cannabinoids so much better now we can start breeding plants um for those minor cannabinoids like cbn or cbg Yes. And yes. then um, start creating concentrates down those. You know, it, it's going to be crazy. And I think terpenes will um, play a major role. I know. Um, and, and, and concentrates and just in cannabis in general, um, you, you know, as we understand those better as well. Absolutely. 
I mean, it, no, you're absolutely right. I think another another one that's gonna be that's gonna be special to cannabis is as we continue to legalize and, and bigger science labs are able to get their hands on the plant, and bigger genetic facilities will be able to get their hands on the plant. I believe we'll be seeing crazier terpene profiles. I believe we will be because it, it's not gonna stop at just the fruity. The cakey, you know, it's already starting to change with the cake. You know, you you starting to get you, you get weed. It tastes like strawberry shortcake. That's that's something else, bro. We're already on one. So can you yeah, imagine what sure. else we can introduce into the genetics of the plants? Just like we've done to corn, we've done to make it sweeter. We've done so many different things to different plants. But the special thing about cannabis, it was it cannabis is just like a dog. In this, in for example, we have. The current domestic dog is nowhere near the natural dog, which is a wolf. You know, oh, yeah, we sure. have selectively bred and played with the genetics, you know, subconsciously without even knowing throughout time and mm-hmm. and curated to to our standards. It's going to be the same thing with this plant. But now we just pour fuel uh, fuel on the fire. You know, it's slowly been happening, <laughs> yeah, but now totally. it's going to have this sudden jump, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree. Yeah, man. And it, it, it's going to be uh, pretty rapid. Absolutely. And and no, uh, it's going to be rapid. I think it's around the corner. I think within 10 ye- within 10 years the profiles are going to be changing. And um and and that's why it's I guess it's good to be on 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 this side of the country because this is where people are a little more cuz back back home, you know, people would think, you know, oh, you know, they're starting to legalize it, you know. Um uh, you should you should look forward to what's happening on the East Coast. I mean, but I tell people all the time, um, you're right. No laws are changing, but remember how long ago it took the law, how long ago it was that laws changed for California, and how long it took for it to finally like, come into play and be where it is now. I think a lot yeah. of people get things confused where you know a state legalizes and the next year it's gonna be California style. You know, it's really rare that that happens. Um, yeah, you know, sure. Colorado took a long time to be where it's at. Um, even up up northeast, uh, Massachusetts, they just have a crazy government style. Nobody cares up there, so nobody's prosecuting anybody. But the laws are mm-hmm. like still pretty conservative when you look at them. Um, yeah, even in D- Washington D.C., you could grow, you could have it all, but um, you got you got you're 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 stuck to a certain amount of space. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all the companies and all that, they're just they're all starting from the ground up, and there's just no base, yeah. you know? Exactly. I mean, that's you have to look at the West Coast and take, you know, Washington, Oregon, and California for what all they – I mean, most everything that's in the cannabis space has been created probably throughout these three states, you know? Um, it's not, not a lot of – you know, there's some strains that have come out of the East Coast, but, you know, a lot of this new tech as far as concentrates and things like that, you know, coming out of the West Coast. Absolutely. All, you know, right. That's a great like point. The, the president tech. is kind of set on the West Coast. On, yeah. The tech. What's what in and what's cool. And... Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. The tech that's coming out of here, you know, constant, um, extraction wise. um Thing, I mean, what yeah, else? You know, like testing in the world. You know, you know, testing. I I made a point the other day that um that um uh I felt kind of well, in my opinion, I think the tomato that you buy at Whole Foods is way dirtier than the cannabis you buy at a dispensary now here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know how many people have handled that tomato till 
till surf. And where's it? And and where's it been? Especially if you're growing it organically, where are the heavy metals? Nobody, I don't, I don't think you know tomatoes are under fire enough to be tested for their heavy metals and for their PPB because they're testing parts per billion now, not parts per million. And it kind of gets me nervous, you know, to think that. Well, I don't think how can that really come from can? You know, I'm thinking it's the opposition trying to put up regulation so that it's harder for the cannabis industry to flourish. And I just find it weird that, you know, the food that we put in our body is at a so-called whole foods, you know, it's just, it's not as clean as the cannabis that we're, that we're, that we're consuming. Not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying the regulate, I think the regulations are out of proportion. And I think that as, 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 as time goes, I think us as cannabis users and cannabis entrepreneurs and people who are already in the business, they should really look back and see what's going on with who's leading these regulations and where they're coming from because it's getting out of hand. Um, I believe in clean medicine. I believe in clean product. There's ways to do it, but not at that's not, not at that level. That's almost surgical level, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with any or, you know, with any thing that there needs to be, you know, or in organics especially, you know, it doesn't have to be surgically clean, you know? Everything likes... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there is a lot of regulation, and I think until um, the national um, scene is legal, then it's probably going to continue to have a lot of um, misinformed regulations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because um, the people who are creating the laws don't fully understand what it is that we are creating, and like, um, you know, it's hard for them to understand cannabinoids and milligrams and how strong things are the culture it's it's hard for them to understand the culture exactly because that's that that comes with it because you know i've seen big big people with big money jump into the industry and small people who who are interested in cannabis and want to dabble with it and slowly realize that the culture is not their lifestyle that it's not their cup of tea i would say um I think a lot of people run into that late in the game because, you know, cannabis makes a lot of money and it brings a lot of it brings a lot of friends, uh, some wanted, some unwanted. It brings, um, you know, it attracts it attracts attention. You know, it's on fire right now. And as and anybody entering the business and making money, you know, you're probably gonna, you're pretty much going to be well known. Way more nail, way more well known than a restaurant owner. Way more well known than a small grocery stop owner. You know what I mean? It's a, it's an attractive industry for a lot of people, and they run into the problem of getting along with the culture, getting along with yeah. the people who have been here for a long time. Um, uh, and I also think that it has, a lot has to do with them not really understanding um, how hard it really is to get the product from the clone to a smokable bud that actually tastes good and isn't harsh and, um, you know, not filled with bugs or, mm-hmm. you know, powdery mildew, you know, like it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of work. They didn't know anything about that. Not until it yeah. hits it, not until it hits them. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and, me- you know, not until you're having to be at the garden every day or paying for expenses on whatever breaks or, you know, it's, it's a lot of investment and a lot of risk. It is. Uh, yeah. And a lot of bad. You know, if lot... you've never encountered, mm-hmm. if you've never encountered root aphids or a, you know a major pest problem in your garden, then that can be pretty terrifying. That could be detrimental. 
because you yeah. know think about it halfway through quarter even a quarter way in the in in the flower you're in big trouble yeah absolutely anything happens you after the no, any pre- preventative maintenance or anything mm-hmm. like that then yeah, no, that's absolutely right. That's that. I think that's most key in in most gardens. I think PM, not powdery mildew, guys. Uh, preventative maintenance. Uh, PM is very important within people's garden and using healthy PM, because if you use good and healthy PM pest management, um, from clone to clone to flower, you have minimized a lot of risk. A lot of risk uh, going into flower. You know, simple things like cleaning pots and cleaning your area. Simple, you know, a, that stuff doesn't seem as important to a new grower. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem, I mean, and it's not because if you're not submitting your stuff for testing, well, I guess who cares how dirty your weed comes out because who knows. But, you know, in the new space, you know, um, simple as you touching the buds in flower, late flower, just for a smell and bringing it up to your nose, you can contaminate it with, human skin particles that are te- that are tested for and and if you have enough of those on your on your bud because on your buds because they are testing for ppb now it's not parts per million parts per billion and they're testing for you know feces they're testing for all types of all types of anything that can get on the plant and you know you get visitors you get people who get excited coming into your garden if you let them in um the employees you know, people forget to wash your hands after they eat, and all of a sudden you tested for some type of food contaminant. Who knows goddamn how it got there, but it really sucks. So you know, and and so in the yeah. facilities that I've that I've been at before, before you enter the garden, you gotta really wear you gotta wear the you gotta wear the gloves. You gotta make sure your clothes are not super dirty or air bathed, and um, you know they're taking certain precautions because just just because of the testing, you know. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy world. But uh, I, I hope mean, that I really hope I really hope that it chills out though. <laughs> I really hope that it chills. <laughs> out. I really hope that it takes a big bong hit and it just chills out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it, it will over time. But it's just the dust has kind of got to settle. Um, but you know, a lot of those things come through in, in photo and photography too. You know, if you're mishandling your buds or whatever, you know. Uh, the yeah. macro shot tools. Yeah, will show I, I'd be so yeah, I'd be so scared so, to send my butt into yours, man. <laughs> Anybody, you know, you can really, you can really, you can really expose somebody. If somebody sends in some butt and you see some crazy shit, you have the power, bro. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Thankfully, uh, you know, everything that we run is always super clean, so it's always minimal as far as. Um, things you oh, know yeah, I mean, head here here or there but oh yeah because even the air has part within particles within particles man it's really hard and trichomes yeah. is just sticky it just sticks to everything yeah they do man it's very interesting how how trichomes behave and um you know it's all pretty nutty i heard a rumor out there that there are certain cannabis plants and strains that their trichomes act as a as a almost as a trap for let's say a fruit fly lands on your cannabis nug and of course you don't want that but let's say it does and it gets stuck apparently there's a rumor out there that there are certain strains that the trichomes kind of like solidify the the bug itself within like Uh yeah within like kind of like the it the it it the glands rupture and the 
yeah, lamp exactly. kind of consumes the the bug, and I'm and kind of kind of wondering, you know, there are some you know carnivorous plant behaviors out there. Could it be that? Um, mm-hmm. I've never seen one. Um, you know, that's an, that's what it's a rumor. Cannabis is sticky primarily. I've, I've had, if I had to guess, is it's one of its defense mechanisms against insects and things like that. Mm-hmm. So whenever they do hit it, it's not they're not being consumed. Um, but I, you know, I've seen heavily, heavily, um, covered trichome areas where, you know, a bug has landed and, um, the heads have ruptured, but it, they usually just kind of prop up on the stems or the uh, trichome stalk themselves. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I would ask you that question because I think you've seen a lot more close-ups than most people. So, uh, <laughs> just wondering, maybe you've seen that type of trait. Um, I think that'd be cool if that really did go down. I think that'd be a that'd be a killer uh, a killer uh, a killer trait of the plant. You know, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah. Just fly trap action. Right. You know, it, what if it was able to consume sugars off off of fruit flies off its trichomes? That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. So, um, what sure. you got, what do you got planned? Um, are you ever, what, are you coming down to LA anytime soon? Um, I don't have any planned trips down there yet. Um, I was talking to one group about possibly doing a trip, but nothing set in stone. Okay. All right. Cool, um, man. But yeah, I want to make it down there sometime this year or next year. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely want to definitely go. I definitely want to go up towards your area. I got not just you, I have another friend up there in Oregon around the Portland area and I've never been up there. I heard you guys got good coffee. Is that true? Uh, dude, coffee shops everywhere. Nice, <laughs> nice, sure. nice. nice. Is, it, is, it, is it as bad as the, is it as bad as the, as the dispensaries? <laughs> uh, I think there's more dispensaries here. <laughs> for sure. They're, yeah. For they're sure. everywhere. Yeah. So there's, there's been, there, well, what is the average price um, in in the legal space, of course, what is the average price for a pound up there in in the uh, dispensary space? Um, you know, we've I'm heard crazy things like sure four hundred dollars, um, or maybe I don't know if that's black market or whatever, but I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not really sure to be honest with you as far as pricing because I know the market here is quite flooded. Um, we we're primarily doing like, you know, we're medical here in Oregon, so nice. Um, so it's not really too much worry about going to those sensors, more just patient growing. Okay, okay, okay. All right, cool, man. That sounds awesome. So I know that you released a calendar recently. Um, I didn't release a calendar. I was featured in the uh, Cannabis uh, calendar. That's what it was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got that confused, guys. Um, no, no worries, man. No, nah, that's cool, man. That's cool. How did that How did that play out? How did you feel about that? I thought that was pretty awesome. How many, how many photos did they use of yours? Um, I was just featured in the month of December, so just one photo in December. Oh, nice. Um, but I, I've got connected to Cannabis now. Um, they did a, a feature on Green Bodie, and they put my photo on the cover um, earlier this year. So that's where our uh, kind of connection started there. And, you know, they're a super awesome magazine, really nice people, um, like definitely top-notch professionals. Damn, cool, man. So growing up in Oklahoma... When did what? At what age did you start smoking, man? Um, I smoked. I smoked for the first time when I was fifteen at a high school party. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I didn't feel it for like an hour, and then we went back to my 
buddy's house and we're chilling and then I, all of a sudden I just got super duper high. <laughs> it hit and you all then, of a sudden, uh, right? Yeah, it just kind of hit me and then, you know, zonked out and ate a bunch of food. A pretty stereotypical first time high. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's different stages, you know, I kind of, I kind of not miss it, but I ne- I, I really don't get the, the munchies or the, um, or the giggles when, you know, when, since the first, you know, when the first, as the first time you get high, um, mm-hmm. it's more, it's more of kind of like a, like a Zen mental thing, but how, how bad was, how bad were the cops growing up in Oklahoma towards cannabis? Oh man, um, that was really terrible. Actually, yeah. <laughs> the main reason why I, I moved to Oregon is um, because of the cannabis scene they had just um, legalized here, and pretty much everything. Now they have medical. Like I don't know how that passed, but it used to be like the most strict state in the country as wow. far as cannabis goes. Because oh, I'm pretty yeah, sure if right, you have a, did, over right? a certain amount, you can get life in prison. Well, sure, for and, sure. I... Oklahoma has a big opioid problem, I think, right? What's that? O- Oklahoma has a big opioid problem with that, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's super bad there. So I think that's one of the main reasons why they did it. Because I think in all the states where cannabis is uh, medically legalized, the the usage of opioids goes down. Yeah, for sure. And I think I that, think, yeah, mm-hmm. the people there definitely are tired of the opioid crisis because it's not, doesn't seem to be getting better, but... Oh, for um, sure. I cannabis, hope, it will. I hope they get greener, man. I hope they get greener. Uh, hell yeah. My my friends back home sent me some, uh, you know, they're getting some decent butt out there, but it's cool that they can get it legally and they can get, like, a good amount legally. And, like, um, you know, it's, it's very chill because whenever I was there, it was like you could get pulled over with um, two ounces, I think it was, and get a felony. If you had concentrates or a grinder that had like a keep catcher, that was a felony. Oh my like was, gosh! Yeah, so it was really sketchy to uh, like be a stoner there. Whoa! For a grinder, you catch a felony. You can't get a job with that one, man. Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. So, what do you know anything? Well, I know that this criminal reform passed by. Does that will that affect anything like that? So, let's say you were charged with a grinder. In, I guess, 2001, and you caught a felony on your record. Does that kind of, like, felony kind of, like, lift off? Um, I don't I don't think they have discussed any legislation in Oklahoma for that particular thing. But I know, like, certain areas of California are doing it, like San Francisco. And I don't remember the other place, but... Um, I think I think that's what the future will hold, hopefully, for people that have caught charges, because... That would suck to be in like a nationally legalized country and you have like yeah. possession charges from f- when you were sixteen or some shit, you know? For a fucking grinder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that 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 sucks big time and you know, um and I'm sure if you have a grinder and you caught a felony, any felony comes with jail time. You know what I mean? So I'm sure you had to serve time for yeah. a fucking grinder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Insane. I got I actually funny story, um long time ago before cannabis was legalized in dc anything like that this was maybe 2002 maybe no yeah two i'm sorry this was maybe 2010 all right i'm sorry that was long this that's way back 2010 <laughs> and um i went to the airport 
and the night before I was chilling with my buds and back then I was running around with a book bag and a bike and like you know I I packed all my stuff in my book bag ready to go to the airport but I forgot to take out the grinder and this is just me mindless so I go through I go through um security and they obviously stopped me because the the grinder is a thick piece of metal going through the metal detector and they find my grinder and this is granted this is not like some pussy grinder from the 7-eleven or any corner street this is like a fat i don't know why i had that thing on me but i was just had a big old grinder the size of my hand and the cop the, the cop was called over and it was this really chill guy actually i, I was actually blessed and um, he opened up the grinder. He was like, hmm, there's nothing in here. But he was like, I bet you there's something in here. You know where he went to look for. He went straight for the Keef chamber. And me at the time, you know, I was stacking my Keef. So he hits the Keef chamber. He turns it over and knocks it all down and puts it on a scale. He's like, ah, 1.5 grams of Keef. And um, uh, he was looked at me. He was like, you're real dumb. And I was like, man, dude, I told him seriously, I, I really didn't. I, I didn't know it was there. I know how stupid that sounds, but I told I told him honestly that I knew it was there last night, but I totally forgot to take it out, and I feel really dumb right now. And he was like, well, you should. He was like, I'm going to count this as personal, and I'm just going to throw this away, and you're not going to miss your flight. So, man, I was blessed by the gods, and this was oh, by and this was, and this was at the airport in Washington, D.C., Reagan National, bro. And I got to go <laughs> on my fucking vacation, bro. <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah, man, I'll never forget that. If I ever see him again, I'll never recognize him. But damn, what a pat on the back. I totally had yeah. diarrhea and pissed on myself at the same time, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah, dude, that's great. You have, you have any, you have any cop one. stories? Um, man, you know, I've had pretty good luck as far as cannabis and the law. Um, <laughs> you weren't as dumb as me yeah. trying to get through the airport with a grinder, right? <laughs> no, I've never done that one, man. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> yeah. No, thankfully, um, out of oh yeah, go for it. Sorry. No, I was just trying to think back. I, no, I don't think I've ever had anything crazy go on. Thankfully, dude. You know, knock on wood. No, absolutely. But, You're good now. You're in your organ, so I doubt anything's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're no. clear, we're in the clear. <laughs> no, yeah, no, exactly. Once I got here, I was just like. You know, another another story, because I don't care. I'm going like, to consider myself a little bit of a pussy outlaw. So I had I had certain genetics that I had back home in Washington, D.C. And I definitely did not want to leave them. I mean, I didn't want to abandon them. I didn't want to kill them. You know, it's taking me a long time to come across them. And so basically, I built this little crate, uh, got some battery-powered LEDs, bought a bunch of batteries, and kind of like stuffed all the plants inside the crate uh put a co2 bag and lit up the leds and started driving across the country and uh oh, wow, that's good. yeah 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 no 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 i was pretty scared you know i don't think i'll ever do it again and um <laughs> yeah i don't think i ever do it again and you know the plants they survived and they came back and if you go on my if you see my live feed yeah I'm, those plants the, the plants that you see are the ones that crossed so I got some, oh, yeah, yeah they're, so they came back, they went through <laughs> freezing, I think I passed through Oklahoma if I remember correctly, they went through, that's crazy, what if I got caught up in Oklahoma with those plants, holy <laughs> shit, I would, yeah, so you that's, might, how, you might be alright now that they're illegal, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, and I just put it in the back of the U-Haul, 
and they went through 25 degree weather they went through rain um well obviously it didn't rain inside the box but um they they, they got stressed out pretty uh, they got pretty stressed out and oh, I believe yeah, there was sure. I think when I was crossing the middle of the United States I didn't have the balls to open up the box and change the LED lights so they went through like 48 hours of darkness I think at one point and <laughs> yeah dude they suffered like hell and when they came back they were beat to shit they just were not happy and they just did not like the trip at all obviously <laughs> and um they're back though and they're coming back strong so hopefully hopefully th- this harvest will have a fucking story bro this this harvest will have <laughs> a smoke out story from east to west exactly, and like dude. an outlaw yeah, across man it was crazy i mean the par- <laughs> I, I i wouldn't do it again because the level of paranoia is not is not good but one thing that I one oh one part is when I was crossing into California. Apparently, crossing into California, you gotta go through agriculture check. Oh really? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I didn't know that either. But apparently, that goes through. And so, right coming into California, I mean, I'm, I wasn't too scared because you know it's California, and um, I should be all right if even if they caught my plants, they just act real stupid. I guess I don't know, but. Um, they asked me if I had any fruits or live plants, and I was like, nope. But then they told me they saw that I had the U-Haul, the trailer. So you're gonna, have, they said you're gonna have to open up the U-Haul. We're gonna have to take a look. <laughs> so she opens yeah. up the U-Haul. I, I open up the U-Haul, and she looks at it. She's like, wow, this is pretty packed uh, to to the gill there. And I'm like, oh yeah, man. Uh, moved all the way across the country and uh, about to go into my new home and you know settle down. And she was like, okay, okay, okay. So she leans on the trailer and she puts her hand on the box that all the plants are in <laughs> and she's like so oh. any fruit or life plants and i say no ma'am and she's like all right you're good to go so i closed my shit up <laughs> and i was gone so can you, you know, there's no it's no lies man and that's why that's i would never crazy. do it again because there's just so many parameters that can go wrong i feel really dumb now because it's just you know so many genetics that are out here and but people have to understand that you know me being back home on the east and you know ordering genetics in that's not it's not the best you know it was never really the best option to go to you always kind of like had to find someone or you always busted a seed that you found inside a nug or uh-huh. and it was just it was just rough so trying to just get genetics together i felt all the genetics that i have i hold them real personal especially the dj's gold and um so I, I brought them bitches with me. So that's how, that's why whoever <laughs> is in this industry, that's why I bring it back. You better be about this culture, man. You, that's if you yeah, got to exactly, relocate yeah. yourself, if you got to, if you, if you're in a place where it's not going to happen anytime soon, or it's just too much, too many dangerous parameters, I think you should. And if you're about this culture, I think it's, I think it should be your time to go ahead and leave home and find, there's plenty of States. You don't have to come to California. You can go to, you can go to, um, you can go to Portland. You, I mean, Oregon. You can go to Washington, Colorado. Um, just so, there's even places on the East Coast you can go have fun. So wherever, I think people yeah. should just look, open their mind up, and see what this country's big and it's beautiful. And as someone who drove across it, God damn, Colorado, you are beautiful. Holy shit, <laughs> that state yeah, is dude. ridiculous. If I'm ever balling, bro, if I ever make it in life, I'm gonna buy my ass some property in Colorado, bro. Hell yeah, dude! That's sick out there. It's it's really pretty out there. New Mexico's really got a cool vibe. Um, but yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm not going to hold There's, there's <laughs> definitely so many spots available within the cannabis industry, you know? Like, everyone thinks about, oh, I want to be, like, a bud tender or this or that. It's, like, there's a lot of things that go along with it as far as, like, packaging and, yes. you know, garden work, you know, labeling. Um, there's a lot of laws that you have to adhere to, so there's plenty of, you know, positions that cannabis creates, which is the best part about it. No, absolutely. I was just actually working on a design for um, my cannabis space. In my cannabis space, I mean, I, I plan on doing some um, boutique style growing, especially at my at my level. I'm a small I'm a small level grower, but I was thinking about a packaging design. And the thing about packaging design is, I, you know, there's a lot. I mean, no no offense to anyone. I'm a fan of runs. I'm a fan of cookies. I'm a fan of every. I'm a fan of all. And because I just love the industry in total, I don't really have like, oh, fuck those guys. I, I don't ha- I don't have those vibes. And um, and um, the packaging, you know, they're disguising it as candy. So I can only see oh, the yeah. future that that's going to become a problem. You know, go for it now, guys. You know, use go for it now. Make the money and, you know, do what you got to do. But I know that in the future, just like on cigarettes, they're going to on alcohol, they're going to clamp down on advertising. So I think yeah, that's interesting that you say that because that's how that's a law here in Oregon is like no you have to have approved packaging uh, that's child proof and it can't look like candy or appeal to children in any sort of way. There you go, uh, boom, right so, there, yeah. right there. That's where it, yeah. it. It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You know. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you know because I, they might even go as far as not even labeling, like having label within a label. You know how. Um, there's certain medicine where you have the label and then if you open it there's certain levels to labels <laughs> like yeah, a whole absolutely. fucking essay to it it's probably it's probably going to be like that with cannabis because you know the strain name strawberry strawberry banana kush you know or or whatever may have be that's even itself attractive to a kid you know or someone underage i'm not trying to be square here i'm just letting you guys know the future you know what i mean oh yeah for sure people are absolutely. just going to come up with all types of shit and um Within late because you're gonna be in labeling and packaging, man. Uh, you're gonna probably have to get hip to that and get in, get in line with all those uh, rules that they're gonna lay down. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a lot of regulation and a lot of rules. You gotta yeah. be up on on your game. Absolutely. Well, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm not gonna take up no more of your time. Um, remember, everybody. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really oh, appreciate it. No, for sure, man. Thank you. I hope you had. I hope you had a good time, man. Um, we should do this again some more time in the future. Um, if any guys, you guys can catch it the first time. Right now, we are talking to Mr. Curtis Kurt Taylor, known as Kurt underscore Ice on Instagram, cannabis photographer. Thank you for coming on the show, my brother. Um, I will talk to you soon. Hopefully, we we'll link up. Hopefully, I go to Oregon soon and we'll link up at a coffee shop and burn one, bro. Absolutely, dude. I would love that. Absolutely. Of course, man. Well, you take care. Have a great night, man. And thank you. Yeah, you do the same, man. Thank you.